And when I think back on what we've achieved so far, I'm most proud that we've made a real impact on both the biology of Parkinson's and the lives of so many people affected by it. Help make Parkinson's a thing of the past. MichaelJFox.org. It is the ML Sports Platter, all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Deezer. Make sure you hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. We are brought to you by our great friends at Rosie's Corner. As you hear this today, and you're in and around central New York, make sure you get on over to Rosie's for Fish Friday. they got the coleslaw, the mac and cheese. Uh, they have the uh, uh, remarkable, remarkable uh, coleslaw to go with it. Pizza wing combinations all day long as well. At Rosie's Corner, lunch and dinner, as my dog continues to try and get involved in all the episodes. Rosie's Corner on Facebook and Instagram. Hot and cold subs. They have desserts to go, salads to go, Pepsi products, you name it. All happening at Rosie's Corner on uh, Route 11 in Brewerton, right in front of the Brewerton Bridge, just off the Bartell Road exit. Gift cards are available as well for any occasion at Rosie's Corner. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to the Swan and Whitaker families the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, Welch & Company Jewelers, and Axe Exotic Pets. They've got all the exotic pets you need along with the aquariums and amenities. Route 11 Cicero in and around Central New York. In fact, it's just a few minutes up the road from Rosie's, so you could uh, head on over to Axe right after you get lunch or dinner at Rosie's Corner. Axe Exotic Pets on Facebook. Appreciate Carl and his team <clears throat> being a part of the platform. Let's get into the NFL uh, Week 1, and I'm going to try to do, and I've done this for for years, you know, going back to my to my radio time, um, and I'm going to try to do it uh, pretty pretty con- well consistently. Yeah, every every week. But there may be one day here or there where you know a recap episode isn't on a Tuesday. If I can get an interview with a big person, I have to schedule it beforehand, and maybe you'll hear it on a Wednesday. But I'll tell you what the plan is, and, and if you're new to to how this works, um, I will I will tell you. Uh, I do a Full NFL Week 1 preview, and in this case, I, I do a full preview each week, but in the case of Week 1, obviously I'm going you know, gonna to do picks and, and all this other stuff, uh, you know, as far as uh, division winners, conference championships, Super Bowl, blah, 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 uh, and then MVP and all that stuff. I do my, re- I do my preview on Fridays with a recap of Thursday Night Football. I then do a recap for a Tuesday episode, usually, after the Monday Night Football game. That's kind of how I usually try to do it. Sometimes, though, when we get into flexing and Saturday games and all this other sort of thing, and uh, you know, sometimes you'll hear the recap on Monday, and even towards the end of the year, I may do you know, a Monday recap and then preview the Monday Night game. But either way, it'll kind of be in that world, one of those worlds, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. Let's start with the game last night. I mean, you know, the second drive was, all I could think of was, this looks like Tom Brady from 15 years ago. And I flipped on Good Morning Football this morning. Kay Adams was like, that was 2007 Brady. And she's absolutely right. Tom Brady, now he had the couple picks, 
right? One of them definitely wasn't his fault. Off the hands, I think, of Fournette there on the screen early. But he was he was great. He was he was flat out phenomenal. Um, and you know when Dallas kicked that field goal late in the game to make it twenty nine to twenty eight, I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> Good try again, Cowboys. Because you know that a minute and a half is a damn eternity for who most people say is the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady. You give that guy an, a minute and a half with Brown and Godwin, uh, who had a big fumble, by the way, but he made up for it. It's kind of a back shoulder pass on that last drive. Maybe a little contact, maybe some OPI, but they're not going to call that at that point. Certainly not going to call it with Tom Brady at quarterback. Um, it was, it was, it could have gone either way for sure, but no call and they get into position and they kick a field goal and win it in the final seconds. Tom Brady stats, 32 of 50 for 379 and four touchdowns. He did have the two picks. His rating was 97. The Bucks weren't really able to run the ball that great. They had 52 yards on the ground, but you know, Brady shared the wealth. I mean, this is what this Buccaneers team is going to be. <clears throat> you know, all year long. I mean, Antonio Brown looks like the old Antonio Brown, the vintage Antonio Brown before all the drama and all the BS took place. Five catches for 121 and a touchdown. Godwin went nine for 105 and one. Uh, Gronkowski, unbelievable game for Gronk. Eight catches, 90 yards, two touchdowns. He looks like he's early, you know, years vintage Gronk. Um, you know, Leonard Fournette got in it. Again, one went off the hands for interception and all the rest, but you know he got in it with five catches in 27. Mike Evans um, wasn't that much of a factor, three catches with 24 yards, but I think that's because it was just domination by Godwin other than, other than the fumble and Brown. Um, if you're a Bucks fan, you know, look, you won the game. Do you worry about anything? I don't know if the right word is worry. I think something just to keep your eye on, is that their defense, and by the way, thanks Tampa Bay for you know performing like that. Uh, I have you on my fantasy team, so I'm already behind the eight ball. Uh, fantasy already off to a roaring start. Uh, Levante David, Devin White, Antoine, with all these big-time studs, young guys, you know, everybody returning, that's the theme, right? Defending Super Bowl champs, returning all the starters. You never see that in football, blah, blah, blah. With all these big-time players who are, are Shaquille Barrett, you know, Pierre Paul, all these guys who are dominate, you know, potential dominators week in and week out. Tampa Bay left a lot out there to be, uh, to, to, to be desired in terms of open field and, and allowing, <clears throat> you know, allowing uh, uh, just balls in space, you know, yards after catch, their tackling was shaky. Uh, that's a, just an area to, to, to just pin and watch and just see, you know, I'm sure, look, they have the great coaching, they got Bulls, they've got Arians, they'll work it out, no doubt. I also would like to point out that the Cowboys' offense was pretty pretty efficient. Um, they they did try, though, in, in, in an odd way, and, and I talked about this before the game, there was a point where, I think it was in the, in the first half, you know, in, in the second quarter, I, I, I expected... After the Cowboys had tied it at 7-7, I, th I thought that for sure when they got the ball back that Dallas was going to try and be like, oh, hey, and I think Tampa had scored the next touchdown for 14-7 lead. I, th I thought to myself, hey, wait a minute here. 
the Cowboys, you know, you're within seven. You're closing the gap, you know, towards halftime. Maybe this is, you know, the time to really try and run and pound and work play action and the shorter throws and all the rest to keep the ball away from Tom Brady. You know, they get the short field, five plays, 27 yards. Dak Prescott throws it to Amari Cooper, great play. But then they miss the extra point. <clears throat> now, I know Zorline made the field goal, but then the Bucks scored that great throw from Brady to Antonio Brown uh, with a few minutes left there in the first half. You know, 21-16. I thought the extra point was really uh, uh, something that hurt him, for sure. And, and then I think on top of that, obviously, was that, you know, hey, aren't, don't you want to, like, ball control this thing, right? Don't you want to kind of... Um, don't you kind of want to control the, the line and, and keep the ball away from him and all that? But you know what? Look, I, you know, Dallas went for it. You have to commend him at least a little bit on that. Um, you know, tough, tough first game for Dan Quinn. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, and for Mike McCarthy, really. I mean, these guys were, uh, you know, hoping to, you know, really make that first statement, go on the road. <clears throat> win against the Super Bowl champs. They fell short. They had the lead, let another field goal go in. Uh, I didn't think that this game was played, you know, for being the first game and, you know, getting out there. I thought teams were efficient. I didn't see a lot of, um, you know, bad plays, bad penalties, bad calls by the refs, etc. There were a few no calls. Didn't have a problem with them. Um, Amari Cooper, 13 catches for 139 yards and two touchdowns. Um, C.D. Lamb, 7 for 104 and 1. And then, you know, Schultz had a few. Gallup, who obviously got banged up. Pollard, Wilson. You know, so Will, so Prescott and uh, and Brady really did uh, did spread it around. And the Cowboys, 60 yards total on offense. Zeke Elliott got 11 carries. You know, that's, I don't know if that's enough. Um, I, I You know, I don't know strategy-wise if they played that uh, as much as they should have. But, Either way, Tampa Bay wins uh, a nip-and-tuck game. It was an amazing way to kick off the season. Obviously, the pregame stuff was great. Everything was really, really solid. Buccaneers 1-0, Cowboys 0-1. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by the Allen Angus Pub, Sit Means Sit Syracuse, and Bryant and Stratton College of Syracuse. I'm going to preview the rest of the NFL's Week 1. We've got great games in Western New York. We have awesome contests in prime time. I'm going to get to all of that coming up here on the ML Sports Platter. It's my NFL Week 1 and Season Predictions here, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. But before that, this. How many steps do you take before you have foot pain? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. And the truth is, the battle between our feet and the concrete or asphalt usually winds up with our feet losing. Studies show that about 75% of people will experience some kind of foot pain by middle age. I found that out a number of years ago with plantar fasciitis, and I tried to remedy it with shoes and drugstore cushions that didn't work. Finally, I went to the Good Feet store, was personally fitted for arch supports, and I loved them so much, I bought the store. Without a plan to protect and support your feet, it is likely you could one day be one of the millions living with chronic foot pain. Don't wait until pain demands that you visit us. Stop by the Good Feet store today and let one of our trained arch support specialists fit you with your personal system of arch supports. The Good Feet store is located in Fairfax, Leesburg, Rockville, Baltimore and Hunt Valley, and in Annapolis in the Annapolis Harbor Center. For more information, go to goodfeet.com. I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. 
And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Back on the ML Sports Platter, let's dive right into it. I mean, week one, I'm just going to kind of pound right through the games, top to bottom, how they're listed. Eagles at Falcons. This is, you know, Jalen Hurts, um, you know, Eagles roster reclamation project against a team in Atlanta that's trying to hang on, right? I mean, they traded Julio Jones, but they're trying to hang on. They're trying to hang on with a newcomer in Kyle Pitts with with Matt Ryan. They have a new, uh, completely new regime there. Um, You know, you've got Arthur Smith as a head coach. You've got a brand new GM uh, you know, can they hang on? Can they make another run? Matt Ryan and company, Calvin Ridley, et cetera. Can they do it? I like Atlanta at home in this game by default. I just don't think the Eagles are very good. I'm going to go Falcons 27, Eagles, uh, excuse me, Falcons 37, Eagles 21. Um, the big one is obviously uh, for me in Orchard Park. I'm jealous of everyone. I was texting a college buddy who I'm very close with last night. He's going to the game. My cousin Kyle and his dad are going to the game. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm super pumped up for Western New York, for Bill's Mafia to get back out there. I'm super jealous, not only for the atmosphere, but good Lord, did you see the weather forecast? 77 and sunny. It's going to be just one of those spectacular tailgate days, uh, walk-around days, visiting with people, hanging out. It's going to be mayhem in Buffalo. The key to this game for me, uh, well, there's a couple. I think number one is right out of the gate, The Bills, the hype and expectation trains, plus you have the Bills Mafia crowd. The pressure's real. The bullseye is right on the back. And I think if they can come out and win with a statement, that might tell us early that they can handle all the hype, right? They can handle the expectations. And look, they may lose this game and still be able to handle them, right? Like last year, they lost on that Hale Murray in Arizona, and they ended up skyrocketing from there. They had the bye week. They had time to think about it. It was basically soaking in them. And ba-boom, next thing you know, you know, the Bills go on this tear, and the Cardinals swoon down, and the Bills are one win away from the Super Bowl. So I think, you know, the Bills are going to be able to handle most of the adversity. I have the Bills closer to 12 or 11 wins this year. I think they take a little bit of a step back. I know there's 17 games on the schedule. I know that gives you an opportunity to win one more. It also gives you an opportunity to lose one more. Um, But I just think it's a natural thing to come off a little bit. Now, look, if you win 12 games, it's still a damn good year. The problem is the Bills need to be in 13-14 win territory because of home field advantage. I've had a few people on the show, and they say, oh, you know, Bills can go on the road and win, and it's fine. Okay, but... When you get to the playoffs, you're on the road, and you're dealing with Arrowhead, or you're dealing with Baltimore, or you're dealing with, you know, because I think the talk of the town is Chiefs, 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 but folks, the AFC's loaded. Tennessee, Cleveland. I mean, this is this conference is loaded. It's not just Kansas City. And Kansas City, by the way, you know, hey, good luck going to three straight Super Bowls. It's not exactly easy, you know, to, to, to do that. So, um, but I'm pumped up for this game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I have the Bills winning uh, 31-21 to uh, 21 in this game. Um, you know, I, I, again, hype expectation. I want to see you know, how balanced the Bills offense is. I know that Devin Singletary had a pretty good camp. Zach Moss coming on. You've got Matt Breida. 
Uh, I think it's going to be very, I think it's going to be paramount, obviously. One of the keys to the game <clears throat> is going to be that Bills offensive line, which they brought back intact, right? They, it's right intact. It's <clears throat> Mitch Morris, John Feliciano, Cody Ford, you know, Daryl. Uh, Williams and and Deion Dawkins, the staple left tackle blindside for Allen. You know it's going to be that offensive line up against, and we'll see if you know we see Bates and Bucker and all these different guys. But you know rotating in and out, they have to stay healthy obviously all year. But it's going to be that line, you know, controlling that really aggressive Pittsburgh Steeler defense, and and I think a lot of the you know the roster. Um, that's on that side of the ball <clears throat> is frankly unbelievable. I mean, they have a terrific defense. Cam Hayward is a monster. TJ Watt, I think, could be the defensive player of the year this year. And then there's matchups, <clears throat> right? Like, what corner is on Stephon Dix? And if you put Joe Hayden on him, you kind of mix and match. You know, maybe you put a Witherspoon on him, put a Cam Sutton on him. Um, you know, depending on who covers Diggs and then who covers you know, Emmanuel Sanders, <clears throat> right, or like a Gabe Davis, um, you know, you look out for the safety help, make a Fitzpatrick's a ball hawk, he's everywhere, right, but like the matchups of the corner, I think will dictate a lot, because the Steelers are going to need their top two corners to cover the top two Bills wide receivers, that means, and Cole Beasley, he's a top receiver, but he's more of a slot receiver, so perhaps Beasley can feast, maybe he gets into the middle of the zone, Maybe he gets in the middle of that Pittsburgh defense and just catches all the possession balls, and he's the high-watermark wide receiver. Can't wait for this game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Buffalo's going to be crazy. 31-21 Bills in that one. Bengals home for the Vikings. I'm going to take – I'm going to take uh, – this is hard for me. Cincinnati at home. I know Joe Burrow's back. <clears throat> you know, first game. Still some spots on that roster that are pretty raw. But I just can't deal with Kirk Cousins. I can't deal with, in the fourth quarter, that guy. And I think the Vikings roster is fairly respectable. I think it's solid. I think, you know, Mike Zimmer, I, I think, is, the, is a solid head coach. I don't think he's great. Um, you know, but outside, really, of Justin Jefferson, you know, Dalvin Cook, Maybe a little bit of Adam Thielen, although I think he's kind of he's kind of taken a little bit of a dive, right? And there's a few that you look at and you say, okay, you know, it, it, Everson Griffin can still play. <clears throat> I think the defense is 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 formidable and legit. You know, how much does Sheldon Richardson have in the tank? Um, you know, I, I think the defense is formidable, and I think that they can stop people. Um, you know, hit and miss wise, but other than a couple of players on offense, like the entire roster, and frankly, a couple of players on defense, I just am not. I just don't. I think the Vikings are like you know an eight and nine team this year. I really do, um, and it feels weird saying that because I, I just I, the seventeen game schedule. I just I don't care for it. I'd rather have sixteen. <clears throat> I just don't trust in the fourth quarter. Kirk Cousins, Bengals thirty, Vikings twenty. 49ers at the Lions, the new-look Lions with Jared Goff. Offensive line, still a lot of problem spots there. The 49ers, on the other hand, <clears throat> this is a legit Super Bowl contender. I don't think there's any <clears throat> doubt about that. They have a Super Bowl roster. Remember, no roster was more uh, hampered by uh, Corona last year with opt-outs and with just flat-out injuries. Uh, they had so many injuries last year. 
It appears as though, <clears throat> after talking to Joe Castellano from the Sports Virus months ago, who covers the Niners, they're a pretty healthy outfit right now. Uh, obviously, I realize that the buzz is all around a guy by the name of Trey Lance. You know, how soon does he just get the controls, right? And, and I think he's a guy who's going to be able to do more in the Kyle Shanahan offense. I don't think there's any question uh, about that. And they've got, I thought that they did a great job, you know, getting more depth at running back with Trey Sermon in case, you know, Raheem Mostert goes down um, or someone else, the big-time runner out of Ohio State. And, I mean, they're going to be doing so many gadget plays and quick hits and this and that and RPOs. Brandon Ayuk, you've got um, Debo Samuel, who's dangerous. Muhammad Sanu Jr., how much tank gas in the tank does he have? George Kittle's back at tight end. I think their offensive line is outstanding. Trent Williams, obviously, an O-tackle, 11-year vet, one of the best in the business. You know, and then you've got the defense, which is, they're all over the place. I mean, Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, D4, they can rush the passer. They can control the middle of the field. They've got a great secondary uh, as well. Uh, I, I think San Francisco is a legit Super Bowl contender. The, the, again, the question, Robbie Gould, great kicking game. The question comes down, though, to the 49ers uh, quarterback. Is Jimmy G healthy and formidable? Does Trey Lance get the reins? Does he have growing pains? How quickly can he learn? How quickly does he succeed? You know, while you've got Aaron Rodgers in the conference, while you've got, you know, some other high-end uh, you know, teams in the conference. Not as loaded as the AFC, but the quarterback position will be, again, another mark to watch, just like a team in the Cleveland Browns, which I'll get to in a couple minutes. 49ers, though, I think, win this thing on the road in Detroit, 33-26. Tennessee home for the Cardinals. I think the Titans are a legit AFC uh, you know, championship contender. Uh, best running back in football, Derrick Henry. Please have 2,000 yards again because I have you on my fantasy team. We know the Cardinals made a lot of moves in the offseason, one of which was bringing in J.J. Watt. They've got an electric offense. This is a team that, again, took a wicked dive last year after they beat the Bills on the Hell Mary play. But Cliff Kingsbury trying to get it right. You know, he's unfazed by the playoff pressure. He's unfazed by everything. He told the media, we know what we need to do here. uh, uh, Kyler Murray, uh, we know that they've got an electric offense. They bring in A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins. They've got uh, Rondell Moore, I thought was a great pick. <clears throat> you know, from Purdue, um, just a fantastic, fantastic addition. Offensive line is solid, not great, not awful, but they're kind of in the middle. And then, you know, their defense expect, I think, a lot more aggressive blitzing and, and trying to get to the quarterback a little bit more. Their secondary is going to need to really step up this year. I thought last year they had some tough games down the stretch. Um, they got to get off the field on third down better. Arizona against Tennessee, one of the best games of week one. And obviously Tennessee with Tannehill and Vrabel and, and Derrick Henry and company. Electric offense, you get Julio Jones. I expect big, 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 big things out of Julio because I think it's going to be a really nice spot for him. Um, he doesn't have to necessarily be the number one there. He looks healthy. He looks fit. A.J. Brown is their number one there. I think they're going to create a lot of problems for people. I think the Titans are going to be a tough team all year. They play well at home. Uh, offensive line is outstanding. I'm going to take Tennessee in this game. I think it's going to be close, though. I think uh, Derrick Henry is the difference in this game. I think he rushes for over 150 yards and three touchdowns. I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans in this game, 38-34. to Seahawks at the Colts. Let's see what we got as far as Indianapolis in the 5-12 to week plan for Carson Wentz to get back. I'm going to take Seattle in this game, 30-27. to um, You know, road game, travel across the country. It's always a tough deal no matter who you're playing. Um, but you know what, Russell Wilson, your roster, 
like, let's go. You know, you you complained in the off season. Um, you know, you've got uh, an addition in Josh Johnson. You've got an addition in, in Eskridge, the wide receiver out of Western Michigan. You've got Kay Johnson out of South Dakota State. <clears throat> there's some pieces there for you. We know that they have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. The offense will be fine. Russell Wilson's going to the Hall of Fame. Um, and the receivers are super, super, super legit. But it will be very fascinating to see. I mean, you got Bobby Wagner, the 10-year vet. Uh, I think Seattle's defense still is a work in progress to get back to, I'm not going to say the Legion of Boom days, but a work in progress to be able to stop people consistently. I think this Seattle defense is super flawed. It's going to be very difficult for them to win a championship with that defense. Uh, and so uh, that's going to be a problem. But I am going to take... Uh, I am going to take the Seahawks in this game uh, <clears throat> on the road at the Colts. Let's keep it moving here on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual, New York State, and our good friends over at Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare. Chargers at Washington, interesting game here. High-octane offense of the Chargers. Austin Eckler is questionable for Week 1. You've got Justin Herbert, who's one of the up-and-coming, rising, amazing quarterbacks in the NFL. Um I think this is going to be a fantastic football game. Uh, you know, I tell you right now, Chase Young is just a monster, and that Washington football team defense is just in your face all game long. <clears throat> the corners and the, <clears throat> pardon me, the safeties, they pressure you in that secondary. They do not give you room. The linebackers are fast and ferocious. And like I said, led by Chase Young, the pass rush can get to you. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, again, I thought Washington should have addressed the last couple of years the quarterback situation. They played around with Dwayne Haskins and others, and, and this is all obviously post-Alex Smith. Um, you know, I, I just, I'm just i just not sure here, right? I mean, you bring in Fitzpatrick. He's been in the league 17 years. He's a veteran. You know what he is at this point. He's put together an unbelievable, <clears throat> really, career with great numbers. He made a lot of money, um, played for a bunch of different teams. He's a class act, really good guy. He's going to give you 300 yards every game, maybe 400. Then in the fourth quarter, he's going to throw that pick, right? And so I just, if Washington's really serious about getting to the next level, I just don't know why they made this move. Um, I think they can win the division because the division's really weak. I mean, you know, but I think that they could go above that because the AF, the NFC is certainly down compared to the AFC. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, at quarterback, ain't going to get you the Super Bowl. So I think it was disappointing if you're a Washington football team fan. They do have some nice guys on this team. Uh, nobody who blows you away offensively. Uh, expect for sure the McKissick-Gibson a running back tandem to be added again um, and working off some play action to hit you know Logan Thomas at tight end and company. Their wide receivers are solid. They're not overwhelming. Uh, and like I said, their defense is absolutely legit. I mean, their defense is, is, is I think, pretty close. It probably is right now at, at a Super Bowl quality level. But again, you got to have Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, you got to have your quarterback making plays for you. I'm going to take the Chargers again, coming from the West Coast, tough game. I'm going to take them in a close game, 24 to 20. And I cannot wait, cannot wait to watch this Chargers team all year. Brandon Staley, the new head coach there. I mean, they're going to be putting up yards left and right. Justin Herbert, MVP candidate. You know, Herbert and Eckler and Keenan Allen, who I have on my fantasy team as well. Um, <clears throat> you know, you got some big time players on this team. Uh, you got a big time offense on this team, and obviously their defense is pretty solid as well. You've got some major pass rushers led by one Joey Bosa. 
It's going to be a fun year if you're a Charger fan. And, of course, they will be playing like the Rams, like the Raiders, in brand-new stadiums from last year without fans. They're going to have them this year. So a lot going on for the Bolts, L.A. Chargers. Let's keep moving. Uh, Jets at Panthers. It's the Sam Darnold <clears throat> right uh, game, really. I mean, against his former team, uh, Zach Wilson, all the hype. That offensive line is leaky. Uh, Carolina, though, I think wins this game. I'm going to take them 30-23. to 23. Uh, This is a Carolina Panther team. I think they're well coached. Matt Rule, you get Joe Brady in controlling the offense. Uh, I love the Panther offense. I'm serious. I think they've got some major guys to help Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold <clears throat> is going to do fairly well there. I don't think he's going to flourish and turn into some all-world guy. He could. Yeah, the guy's only 24 years old. Christian McCaffrey, back healthy. Robbie Anderson, huge difference maker, was in New York with Sam Darnold, knows what he uh, uh, know, you know, knows all of his tendencies, and, and expect a breakout year here from my seat from DJ Moore, the four-year veteran from Maryland. I think he's going to be terrific. They got a lot of offensive pieces. I'm worried a little bit with their defensive pass rush. They did pick up Daryl Johnson from the Bills. There was no reason <clears throat> not uh, <clears throat> for the Bills not to trade him because they, there was just not a lot of room for him. But the Panthers needed him. The Panthers need more uh, pass rushers. There's no question about it. Uh, but I'm going to take them in this game. They're home. You know, Wilson's first game. You know, a lot of butterflies, I'm sure, probably throw a couple of picks. I'm going to take the Panthers 30-23 over the New York Jets. Jaguars at Texans. Good night, Irene. I mean, you know, the only reason to flip this game on, obviously, is for Terod Taylor. None. I just want to see if anybody would react to that. Uh, the Jaguars <clears throat> uh, on social media, feel free to, to hit me up on that comment, Bills Mafia. You got to still commend Terod Taylor for all of his uh, for all of his his accomplishments in Buffalo and helping break in the drought and all the rest. But the reality is, everybody's tuning in for Trevor Lawrence. Travis Etienne is out for a while. It's Urban Meyer, the Jaguars, a new look, uh, and I'll take him on the road. Why the hell not? Uh, in an ugly affair where I think turnovers galore, field goals galore. I'm going to go 2017 Jacksonville in this game. Here we go, man. Is this the game of the week? Maybe. Browns at Chiefs. I think the Browns, I've said it all along, I think they have a Super Bowl roster. I just wonder if Baker Mayfield can take a Josh, if he takes a Josh Allen jump, I think the Cleveland Browns can win a Super Bowl. And I don't think I'm alone in feeling that way. I, I really do. I think this is a, a super legit team. They can pretty much do it all, and they have cornerstone players in every single position, pretty much the important positions. Nick, Ch I mean, obviously Baker Mayfield's at a cornerstone position, but, you know, Cleveland fans need to see him take, again, that next level jump. But, you know, Nick Chubb at running back. You've got uh, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., sure, but I think Jarvis Landry's more that cornerstone piece considering where their careers are right now. I think Odell coming back, I, I, you know, look, if he has a big year, it's just going to add to it. Kareem Hunt's also at running back to help out Chubb. Uh, but, you know, you've got Nick Chubb. You have Jarvis Landry. You've got major, major, major cornerstone players. You have Miles Garrett who's one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Um, you know, they 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 have a Denzel Ward, who's a shutdown corner, uh, and they added to, the, to these cornerstone pieces, which I love. You put a corner on the other side, uh, eventually a, a guy who I think is going to be an immediate, immediate impact guy in Greg Newsom out of Northwestern. He was a really good player there. Uh, and, and, and then you add, you know, you, you go get Jadavian Clowney to, to, to help out, um, you know, with the pass rush. And oh, by the way, 
Cleveland Browns, middle of the field, tackling, you know, covering the slot, covering tight ends, etc. was a little bit of an issue last year. Welcome to Cleveland, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, the linebacker out of Notre Dame, one of the best players to come out of the NFL draft. I think Cleveland is obviously a legit team. What will Baker Mayfield do? Can he play well enough to get them into Super Bowl contention? We know the Chiefs have been in the last two Super Bowls. Mahomes is the best player in football. He's already got a Super Bowl MVP. He's already won a Super Bowl. He's got a 50-touchdown, uh, 5,000-yard season. He's an MVP in the regular season. <clears throat> He's the highest-paid player. You know, I mean, wh what's the ceiling here? We know about the offense. We know about Kelsey. We know about Hill. We know about Brett uh, Veach being the best GM in football. And obviously, I think one huge thing he did in the offseason was uh, taking, um, you know, that offensive line, which looked a little shaky, obviously, in the Super Bowl. They had injuries galore. He retooled it, and he added people, and what a great offseason they had. You know, adding Orlando Brown Jr., adding Joe Tooney, fantastic stuff. I think they traded for Brown Jr. and signed Tooney in free agency. Uh, you know what, I think the defense will be a little bit better this year. I think they're going to use, uh, you know, a couple different schemes and the like. Uh, obviously, it comes down to them. Um, you know, they got to get to the QB a little bit, and they got to have their linebackers perform because I just don't I don't like their secondary. I, I just I, I think it's very underwhelming. I think that's actually an area that the Buffalo Bills have a major advantage on the Chiefs. Uh, outside of Tyran Matthew, I just don't love it. Um, Matthew been in the league nine years already. Isn't that unbelievable? Uh, so they're ready. They're primed and ready. I mean, the Chiefs are, you know, it's hard not to pick the Chiefs. I'll have my division picks here momentarily. Um, but I, I, I think... I think the Chiefs win this game. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be high scoring. I'm going to go Kansas City 41-34 over Cleveland. The Mac Jones era in New England. Here we go. They spent a lot of money in the offseason. They added Jonu Smith. You had Hunter Henry. They got a million guys coming back from defense, uh, on defense from Corona. Dante Hightower, arguably the most player uh, important player coming back to a roster in 2021. And they're going to welcome in the Dolphins, a team that's counting on Tua Tunga Viola. You know, is he going to provide you uh, with anything? I think that's the question. And I think Tua is, you know, let's face facts right now. I mean, he was the most accurate quarterback in college football history. He does have some wobbly tendencies right now, but I think he deserves time. I think there's still a lot there. He's smart. He is physical, uh, physically gifted. And he can get out of the pocket, throw on the run, which is today's, you know, NFL with the likes of Lamar and Allen and Mahomes and to a degree Rodgers and Kyler Murray and company. And there's just, a, you know, you got to be able to, 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 to take off a little bit and throw. He can do that. But this is a big year for him. The Dolphins had a nice draft. They had a great offseason. I like what they're doing there. They're building. Uh, but I, I like New England in this game because I think the Patriot offensive line is going to be a top three to five in the NFL all year. And I think their defense is going to be a top three to five all year long, and that's going to keep them in a ton of football games. I mean, that's all there is to it. Patriots, 23. Dolphins, 16. Packers at Saints, post-Drew Brees era. <clears throat> Jameis, famous Jameis, what do you got, man? You're up. No Michael Thomas for a while. The load, the pressure is on Elvin Kamara. I mean, is there a player who is being counted on to do more than Elvin Kamara. I mean, this guy, and he's a unbelievable, he's a five-tool running back. If he was a baseball player, it'd be five tools. Um, what a player. Uh, he's just an absolute stud. I'm going to take the New Orleans Saints in this game. Uh, in, 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 I don't know if I'd say an upset, but kind of a quasi-mini upset. I have the Packers uh, doing big things this year, but I think they lose week one. I think it's a major wake-up call. 
I think the drama starts. Aaron Rodgers, oh my goodness, he's already, you know, all the week one armchair stuff, all the overreaction. You know, he lost week one, he'll definitely not be there next year. Well, win a Super Bowl this year and he's not going to be there next year, you know. But I think the Saints win. I, I got a funny, weird feeling about this game. Jameis Winston winning uh, uh, in this game and just overcoming some adversity. This is a game that just the Saints win, right? They just, they figure it out. They're home. Um, the crowd's going to be unbelievable at the Superdome. I, I, I'm going to take the Saints in the nail biter. Late field goal <clears throat> gets it done 38-34. to 34. Um, 38-35, excuse me. Uh, let's go to the Giants and the Broncos. Daniel Jones, again, huge year here. Broncos are all over the place with the quarterback position. Saquon Barkley is back. I'm very intrigued to see what the offense of the Giants looks like this year. How early do you give it to Saquon? Do you want to test him right away? Or do you just want to throw it right away, keep people off balance a little bit with the addition of Kenny Galladay? Boy, did they pay him a lot of money. Uh, you know, Do you want to go out and, and do that? And by the way, I think Darius Toney is going to be an instant impact guy out of Florida. They need a big year out of the tight end spot in Evan Ingram. Um, you know, Their defense, eh, it's still a work in progress. I don't love a lot there. But uh, i tell you what, man, I'm very interested to see strategically what the Giants do. Do they open it up and then go back to Saquon? Uh, going to be interesting stuff here. I'm actually going to take the Giants. I think that's a tough road trip for Denver, hostile environment. I'm going to take the Giants in a ball control game. Saquon gets back to a 100-yard game in form. Give me the Giants 30-26. Oh, baby, now we get to the prime time, and I love the prime time games. Rams home for the Bears. Remember, the Bears, the, the fans want Justin Fields, Andy Dalton to start things off. Okay, how long does it take? Just like San Fran to hand the reins over to the youngster. I, I, and look, the Rams, what can you say about the L.A. Rams? This is a team that, uh, you know, look, the Bears have some good offensive pieces, obviously, as well. I mean, we know, you know, Allen Robinson and Montgomery and company, pretty good offensive team. You know, the offensive line there uh, is wildly inconsistent. That's going to be a problem here for Chicago probably all year long. They're just inconsistent. They have good game, bad game, bad game, good game. But, you know, David Montgomery, when he gets going, man, watch out. You know, when when yeah, when yeah uh, when he starts running and the play action goes off of it and Allen Robinson and company, um, you know, they, they they go out and get help at wide receiver and Daz Newsom out of North Carolina, who I think has some potential there. We know that their defense is going to come to play. I mean, Akeem Hicks, um, you know, and, and, and that whole that whole group for the Chicago Bears and Khalil Mack, uh, you know, Roquan Smith, they've got some major linebacker. Uh, you know, hybrid type guys who just go and get after it. Akeem Hicks, you can actually line him up on the outside, move him around. It's going to be interesting to see what defensive strategy, how much do you want to blitz, because the Rams will strike quickly. They'll get the ball out of Matt Stafford's hands quickly. Uh, the Rams are a, a, a very sexy pick right now around football. I mean, I know Tony Kornheiser picked him to win the Super Bowl. He picked Matt Stafford to win uh, league MVP. Uh, and we'll see what happens in this in this offense, man. I mean, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a, a, a very interesting situation with Matt Stafford and company. Um, you know, you you have major playmakers across the board. They got Sony Michelle for literally a bag of beans. Um, you know, and, and the wide receivers, you, you just can't argue with it. I think Deshaun Jackson was actually a really good pickup, fourteen year veteran. Uh, no pressure goes in there. He'll get a few touches, right? But it comes down to Stafford and Woods and Cooper Cup and company. Um, and we know that the Rams have a major pass rush. Can they can they hang on? Uh, Aaron Donald obviously is an unbelievable superstar, defensive player of the year candidate every single year. 
And they have Jalen Ramsey at corner. They now have a shutdown guy where they can maybe, you know, take some more chances and, and blitzing and all that. And, 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 and they have better coverage back there. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to take the Rams in this game. I think the Rams are a legit Super Bowl contender. I can't wait to see what Matt Stafford does in the Sean McVay offense. I'm going to take the L.A. Rams over the Chicago Bears. And honestly, I'm going to take them big. I'm going to take them big in this game. I'm going to go 40-23. to 23. I, I, I'm going to take the Rams big. It's also a tough travel game. SoFi is going to be rocking. First game, fans, brand new stadium. It's a tough game for the Bears, man, and they just don't have the quarterback play right now. They just don't. Ravens at the Raiders. Man, John Gruden, doesn't it feel like he's going to be there forever? Um, how long do we wait for Mike Mayock and John Gruden? How how long you know, do we, and I think Mayock's more on a hot seat than Gruden because Gruden was given all that power, right? He was given the power, he was given the contract. How much longer do we wait for Derek Carr? You know, I mean, really, like, you know, they've got, Nice pieces. They have Henry Ruggs. They have Renfro. You know, they have uh, Zay Jones, a former Bills, not bad. Um, you know, they went out and got more help in the draft for Derek Carr. We'll see what happens here. They don't have an overwhelming receiver core. It's nowhere near KC, Green Bay, Buffalo, etc. But it, it, it's it's solid. And Derek Carr, I haven't seen enough out of Derek Carr to make some of those guys better. I mean, if you take one of those guys and put him with Russell Wilson, how much better are they? You know, I mean, look at look at the receivers that 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 Wilson makes better and Rogers makes better. I mean, it's 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 really it's endless. I mean, there, there's a million different guys. Look at the you know, Allen made guys look better last year, right? So I think it's going to be uh, a a really really tough um, situation here for the the Raiders to generate tons of points. They're in a really tough division. Uh, and and they're going up against a Ravens defense that we know every week is going to punch you in the mouth. Now, here's the thing with the Baltimore Ravens. My gosh, the ACL bug has hit them like crazy. Can you believe this? Ravens cornerback Marcus Peters, who they were so high on getting, one of the best corners in the league the last six years. You look, go look at his uh, defensive efficiency numbers and all the rest. He's a big-time player. He's out for the year. Gus Edwards, running back. And season-ending torn ACLs for both of them. Remember, J.K. Dobbins just went down a couple weeks ago. He's out for the year. So Baltimore has a real, real mountain to climb. Now, look, they're well-coached. I never understood the John Harbaugh on the hot seat stuff. This is a guy, you know, who is a Super Bowl-winning coach. He, and I know you can only use that so long, hello, Mike McCarthy, but he's still in the game. He's still in it to win it. He's still a pretty darn good, good head coach. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson with the pistol and Greg Roman – those are big injuries because Greg Roman creates uh, offensive space with his gimmicks and all the rest, his gadgets, and the running backs are a big part of it. And now, who do they who do they turn to? I mean, they're going to need Tyson Williams to go right in there, you know, and be the guy. I, I I don't know about that, man. I don't know about that. I got Le'Veon Bell in there too. I, I don't know, man. That's going to be tough stuff. Now, look, this could be the year where Greg Roman says "eff it," Lamar Jackson says "eff it," John Harbaugh says "eff it." We're going to turn into that passing team because, and I, and they have injury problems here uh, as well uh, with, uh, you know, with, with the wide receiver clan, and I'll get to that in a second, but they have players. You've got Hollywood Brown, um, Rashad Bateman, the terrific receiver out of Minnesota. He's, he's injured to start the year. He might miss a couple of games. That's a huge loss. If they can get him back you know, a couple of weeks in, 
and and you can work Holly Brown, Hollywood Brown in. Mark Andrews, tight end, got to have a big year. I love the offensive line, always have. Uh, the defense, always physical, in your face. But maybe this is a year where they're like, hey, we lost Dobbins, we lost Gus Edwards, we will have Lamar, you know, he'll be running around making plays, but maybe this is the year that we just drop back and we throw it and see how good our wide receivers are, right? And utilize that a little bit more. Maybe. I don't know. It's going to be a tough game. Ravens at Raiders. It's a tough game to pick. <clears throat> I don't trust the Raiders. You know, watch. They'll probably win by 30. I just don't trust them. So I'm going to take Baltimore on the road really, really close. 27-26. Lamar makes a major, major play out of the pocket late in this game and runs the ball in for a touchdown. Give me the Ravens in this one uh, close. The ML Sports Bladder brought to you by the Allen Angus Pub, Stanley Law Offices, and Liverpool Physical Therapy. Get all your post-op done at Liverpool Physical Therapy if you're in and around Central New York, right there on Old Liverpool Road. Pete and the gang doing an awesome job. All right, let's wrap up this podcast with, you know, my picks. I'm going to give you, uh, you know, division winners. Uh, I'm going to give you, uh, you know, uh, NFL MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive, uh, or excuse me, Rookie of the Year. We'll get into some of that. Um, Man, it's going to be a hell of a year. We're already off to an unbelievable start. In the AFC East, I'm going to take the Bills to win it. I do think they come back a little bit. I think the Jets are a little bit better. I think that the Patriots are way better. I think the Dolphins are better. So it's going to be a tough six games there. And then the Bills have got Tampa. They got KC. They got the Titans. But they have a formidable schedule across the board. They got to play at New Orleans, right? They got some tough, tough games. That one's on Thanksgiving. But everybody else has to play the Bills too. Um, I think the Bills are really, really good. Do I think it's their time? I mean, so many people are picking the Bills that it's actually terrifying for me. Um, I think they win the division. We'll get to how far they go in the postseason, but I'm going to take the Bills to win the AFC East. AFC North, uh, I don't think there's really, for me, uh, uh, any doubt that you know it's going to come down to the Browns and the Steelers, especially with the Ravens injuries and the Bengals still a work in progress, especially with Joe Burrow coming off that ACL. Um, could be a nip and tuck type year between the two of them. But I'm going to take Cleveland to win the division. Uh, AFC South, give me the Titans there. That's a no-brainer. That's a really weak division. And again, Colts, how soon do they get the quarterback situation figured out? Um, no, no question about it. Chiefs uh, in the uh, AFC West. And then when you get into the wild card, remember there's three of them. Uh, this is going to be a, 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 a chase for it. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I think somehow, some way, the Ravens figure something out to squeak in. Uh, I, I really do. Uh, excuse me, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Steelers find a way to get back into. Uh, they're always in the playoffs, but uh, remember, this was a team that last year was what they started what eleven or twelve and zero, but they were awfully, awfully flawed. I don't think they win the division, but I think the Steelers get into the playoffs. I think the Ravens miss because I just think that you know that those injuries will be really, really hard to overcome it. I think people are really going to start to charge towards, and I think a lot of folks have already figured out some of the gimmick stuff of Lamar and Greg Roman. If they try to open it up, that's going to really put pressure on Lamar. He's going to throw some picks. He's going to have you know pressure on him. I think it's going to be a huge, huge season to see where Lamar is at in terms of uh, uh, accuracy, but and, and really you know throwing the ball deep and accurate. But the problem is a lot of that could come off the running game with play action. They just don't have the backs. I think the Ravens fall just short. 
of the postseason. But I like the LA Chargers to make it. I like the Patriots to make it. And I like the Steelers to make it. I'm going to take those three wild card teams. I think the Patriots, offensive line, defensive line, the growth of Mac Jones. I think they do enough offensively. It reminds you of the old Pats with Brady Gronk and, you know, in the dual tight ends and the like in a great offensive line and a stout D. Uh, it reminds you of that Bill Belichick trying to maybe bring back that model. And the Chargers should just outscore a shitload of teams. I mean, let's be honest. That's a really, really good, potent offensive team. Bills, Browns, Titans, Chiefs are division winners. Wild card, Chargers, Patriots, and Steelers. NFC East, you know, Dallas lost week one. Can they win the division? They can, but I'm going to take the Washington football team. I'm just going to take it as a fun story. You know, Fitz Magic getting there. I think they're around maybe a 10-win team. I think nine wins could could do it, um, honestly. I think nine and eight could do it. Uh, but the Giants, I think, fall short. I just, that offensive line still Swiss cheese. I'm not, I just, the defense, I just don't, they can't get off the field on third down. Uh, I'm going to take the Washington football team to win this division. The Cowboys, you know, again, all hype, right? They're just, it's the same crap every year with this team. The Bears, Lions, Packers, Vikings, NFC North, it's Green Bay's division to lose. Don't trust Kirk Cousins. Bears are working in Justin Fields at some point. Jared Goff and the Lions, they just don't have enough. And Green Bay, you know, they're a Super Bowl contender. There's no doubt about it. I mean, they have one of the best rosters in the NFL, you know, no matter what Aaron Rodgers says. He's a moron uh, for coming out like that. I think he's had it for a long time. By the way, the Chargers now have the former Packer, Corey Lindsley, uh, no relation. Um, and he doesn't have a D in his name, but it sounds the same. Uh, Aaron Rodgers can hand it off to A.J. Dillon. They paid, they went out and, and, and gave Aaron Jones a boatload of money. They brought back Randall Cobb for Aaron Rodgers. Um, they drafted Amari Rodgers out of Clemson, formidable player. They have Equimania St. Brown. They have Marquez Valdez-Scantling. They have players. They have Devontae Adams, the best wide receiver in the National Football League. They have a great offensive line still. The defense... You know, hey, just a, a quick little quick little heads up there for, for the Packers. Don't, if you're in the NFC Championship game again, you know, don't bring the house and leave single coverage, okay? I mean, that might ultimately be what cost them. Obviously, the goal line decisions by you know, Aaron Rodgers weren't good, and then LaFleur kicking the field goal. That decision was horrendous. But Green Bay won the North. I think they'll run away with it. I think that's a 13-14 win football team. Uh, NFC South, you know, awfully tough to go against Tampa Bay. I mean, right? I mean, good grief. They bring back everybody. Uh, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl again this year. They could. Uh, I'm not picking them, but uh, I got Tampa Bay winning this division. Uh, and, and really, it's the same crap that separates them uh, from everybody else. Atlanta, Matt Ryan, still really good, still not Brady. Jameis Winston, can he perform? He's not Tom Brady. Carolina Panthers are working Darnold in, formidable offense, nice coaching staff. Matt Rule, I think they're on the up and up. I think they're one of the top five teams up word trend uh, in the NFL, but they don't have Brady. And the Buccaneers have just a crazy great defense. It didn't show great in, in week one, but they'll come around, uh, and they have a ton of weapons, of course, and good coaching. But again, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. 44 years old. This guy is remarkable. NFC West, interesting here. Most competitive division, best division in football. You know, the Cardinals, are, how formidable are they? How, how much do they come back a little bit this year? We talked about the 49ers in terms of having that Super Bowl roster, getting healthy. Do they have enough at the quarterback play, uh, quarterback position, though, to, 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 to challenge and to win the division? I 
I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's still going to be a transition. Jimmy G, healthy, whatever else, and then into Trey Lance, it's still going to be a rookie. It's still going to be a little bit of growing pains. I, I, so for that reason, I'm not picking the Niners. I'm not picking the Seahawks just because uh, I think the defense is going to have a rough year. Uh, and so 49ers quarterback play question mark. Cardinals, are they ready? I don't think so. Seattle, deep, I'm, I got to take the Rams by, uh, by uh, you know, kind of a default situation here. I do think the division will be extremely, extremely formidable. But I just think right now it's going to be it's going to be tough. Uh, the Saints, I'm going to pick the Saints to make the playoffs uh, because I just think you know they're like the Rays in baseball; they just figure out ways to win and to get back. Uh, and so I'm going to go with with uh, with the New Orleans Saints. I think Sean McVay, um, you know, is 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 awesome. Uh, I just such a great coach, um, and and I think this team is going to to just figure it out. I just think that's what they do. Uh, just like the Rays, like I said, in Major League Baseball. Now, the other two wild cards are really, really hard for me. You got to go out west, right? These teams are just too good. Um, I mean, if you're the Panthers or the or the, the Falcons and the Vikings and the Cowboys or Washington football team, like you've got to oust the other clubs and it's going to be difficult. In the division, I think a few teams will beat each other up. And I think that will create one to not make it. And so I'm going to leave Arizona out of the playoffs. And I'm going to give you the 49ers as the other wildcard team and the Seattle Seahawks. Because why would you ever pick against Russell Wilson? So I got the Washington football team, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, LA Rams as division winners, Saints, 49ers, and Seahawks. And in the NFC title game, boy, I'll tell you, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, hard, hard. Um, I'm going to take the Packers over the Rams. Good Lord. And here we go in the AFC, right? Because everyone on earth knows and thinks, well, not knows, but thinks I'm going to pick the Buffalo Bills, right? They're the sexy pick. They're this, they're that. And I'm going to get killed when my friends listen to this segment. But I'm going to take them to go to the AFC Championship game again, but lose this year to the Tennessee Titans. And an odd, I'm going way out of the box here. I know that this is not a sexy pick. Nobody could ever imagine, like, Ryan Tannehill really going to be at the Super Bowl? Folks, it was only a couple of years ago that Ryan Tannehill and the Titans had a double-digit lead on the Kansas City Chiefs. They should have won that game. Uh, they did not. Um, and they have maybe, right, arguably a better roster this year. I think I think it's going to be hard. Again, Kansas City, if they get back to the Super Bowl, am I going to be surprised? No. Cleveland, Super Bowl roster. If they go to the Super Bowl and Baker takes a step up, am I going to be surprised? No. I mean, this AFC is loaded. If the Bills go to the Super Bowl, I will not be surprised. I just don't know if the Bills will be, you know, if they're going to be able to handle driving the hype and expectation train all season long. And oh, by the way, there's another factor, and I haven't even brought this up the entire podcast except for just players returning from Corona, especially on the Patriots side. But the the Bills don't have, you know, they're not as, as vaccinated as all the other teams. Now, look, I don't care what political side you're on. I don't care what vaccination side you're on. Here's my big thing. Would I necessarily get it if I was single? I have no idea. 
but I have to answer to people. I'm a dad. I'm a husband. I have to answer to people. People want me to get it. I have to get it. Um, you know, for 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 just to make life easier. Uh, is it safer to get it? Medicine will tell you so. Uh, some people are getting the vaccine and still getting Corona. The contract tracing, all the inconsistencies, the BS here, the BS there. It, it hasn't stopped since the first week that COVID arrived in the world. But having said that, I think Cole Beasley is wrong. Because when you're going for a common goal, when you're going for the Super Bowl championship, just make life easier. Whether you agree or disagree, be the team player. Somebody else wants you to get it. It's going to help life be easier. It's going to help your team. It's going to grow you know, certain relationships in the locker room even more. I'm sure there's some guys who are pro-vac and anti-vac and all the rest. Just get the fucking virus, a vaccine, okay? Just get the fucking thing. Because you're gearing towards a main trophy. You're gearing towards a main goal. You're super close. You've got the roster. You've got the QB. He's been paid. You added Emmanuel Sanders. You went out and got monster players on defense in the draft. You're expecting breakout play from Ed Oliver and company. You've got veterans in Jerry Hughes, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer. You've got the offensive line all back intact. You've got Brandon Bean. You've got Sean McDermott. You've got both Leslie Frazier and... Brian Dable as coordinators returning. You have terrific other coaches like Aaron Wa- Eric Washington and company. Go try to win a championship and go get freaking vaccinated because it's going to help you. But that is going to be a factor because what happens if Corona gets in the way and three, four guys get it and then the tracing happens? And what happens if Josh Allen gets it and he misses a couple of games? What happens if a couple of guys get false positives on the Bills I don't know. I mean, it, you know, they lose people. It could be a little storyline. I don't want to talk any more about Corona than that, but that is a factor for the Bills. I'm not trying to be pro-Corona or anti-Corona. I'm just saying it's a reality that if they get it, based on the rules, they could lose players. And by the way, the final thing I'll say is the difference between this year and last year is that last year when guys were getting it, everybody's like, oh, we're quarantining, we're safe, no fans, we're doing this, we're doing that. And people would get it, and it was like, okay, well, you just had to kind of fight adversity and jump over the hurdle. Well, now there's actually a vaccination, and now there's actual rules in place which state what happens to you if you don't get the vaccine and you get coronavirus, you're penalized. There's rules in place. We didn't have that last year. You got corona, you quarantined, you came out of quarantine, you played, period. We didn't have that last year, so that's a big thing here uh, in the NFL in 2021. And then I'm taking the Green Bay Packers over the Titans in the Super Bowl. Um, I know this the Titans are not a sexy pick. I'm going out of the box because it's too easy to pick the Chiefs. It's too easy to pick Buffalo. It's too easy to think Cleveland. I'm going to take the Titans in the Super Bowl. I'm just going out of the box. God willing, I hope it's the Bills. I hope they win. And the Bills, if they win the Super Bowl, my sports life would be almost complete. I, you know, Saber Stanley Cup, please. Uh, you know, but I've had the Bonnies make the NCAA tournament uh, a bunch of times. Uh, I've had Syracuse basketball success left and right as a fan and covering them. I've had the Yankees four World Series in five years with the Jeter era. Congratulations to Derek uh, Jeter going to the Hall of Fame, by the way, with that with that class. Uh, you know, I've had a ton of my moments, man. The Sabres knocked on the door for a while, didn't get it done. If the Bills win a Super Bowl, it, it, it's I can't even imagine what I'm going to be like, what my friends are going to be like. All of us who suffered for so long, Bills Mafia, the amazing people in Western New York. I just, I, I can't imagine. I hope they do it. I hope they get there. I hope they win. But I'm just kind of going unconventional here a little bit. And I'm going to take Green Bay in the last dance, so to speak. The Michael Jordan 90s Bulls, they do have a Jerry Krause situation going on there. I'm going to take Green Bay over the Tennessee Titans uh, in this year's Super Bowl. The ML Sports Platter brought to you by our great friends at Welch & Company Jewelers, the Al & Angus Pub, 
and your State Farm agent, Matt Graham. Get a free rate quote today from Matt. SyracuseInsuranceAgent.com. Matt Graham can help you out with the auto, the home, the life, the bank, the health, and the business. Matt Graham and State Farm are there for you. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to Brewerton Ace Hardware, Camillo's Golf Club, and our great friends at Sit Means Sit Dog Training. Go ahead and log on to SitMeanSit.com. Consultations available right now. Sit Means Sit Dog Training of Syracuse. Any breed, any dog, any behavior. Man, they will change your life with their dog training. The best in town if you're in and around Central New York, right there in North Syracuse, right by Circle Drive, actually, Cicero. Um, but you can get on over there. It's right in that little plaza across from Wendy's and near Bank of America and all that. Go over there to Sit Means Sit and get your dog trained today. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter. That's my 2021 oh, NFL preview. In fact, wait, I forgot to give you my quick awards. I'm going to go TJ Watt, Defensive Player of the Year. I'm going to go uh, Rookie of the Year. Oh, man. Well, actually, NFL MVP, I'm going to take Henry to win it with another 2,000-yard season. I know it's kind of crazy and, and unconventional, uh, you know, out of the box here. Um, man, Rookie of the Year is going to be hard. I've been, I've been, I've been around uh, some different thoughts on this. Um, I, I, you know, I think the situation the guys get into is a big factor. But I'm going to go with Kyle Pitts out of uh, the Atlanta Falcons. I just think he's going to come right into the league, and I think he's going to be. I, I think he's going to be right there. Um, and and I think the Falcons have a big year offensively. I do think they missed the postseason. But for my awards, I will take Rookie of the Year Kyle Pitts, NFL MVP Derrick Henry in a non-quarterback situation, and T.J. Watt, Defensive Player of the Year. The ML Sports Platter. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cash back match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at Home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at Home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable law. See dealer for details. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.